You're listening to the Entrepreneur's Agony Aunt podcast. Keeping it real, telling the story like it is, because there are no mistakes that somebody else hasn't already made. You're listening to the Entrepreneur Agony Aunt podcast. This week, it's the first of one of my little mini supplemental episodes caught on the fly when I was lucky enough to catch up with June Angolides and her three-year-old Ivy in Waterstones on Finchley Road. As you can imagine, the sound is not perfect, not least because we've got Play-Doh on YouTube playing in the background, but it's really worth the listen and given that it's Christmas, I wanted to just add a little mini stocking filler to your Christmas listening list. And this week I'm with June Angolides and little Ivy. June, founder of Mums and Technology and former Silicon Valley banker. Welcome. Thank you. And um, we're in uh, we're in Waterstones. In Finchley Road. <laughs> yes. In a truly entrepreneurial podcast. And our question comes from Facebook. And June, as soon as I read you this question, you'll know why we're having this chat. Is it ever too late to take the leap and start a new life as an entrepreneur? I'm starting to feel if I don't do it now, I never will. But the young, responsibility-free 20-something I once was is far behind me. And while I do have some savings, I worry that I'm listening to my heart, not my head. And I might be putting my dreams ahead of my family. So... Absolutely, a question that um, I can completely connect with. I think, um, first of all, going on this journey probably was one of the hardest decisions because I did have exactly that same dilemma of, is this the right thing to do now? It was at the end of my maternity leave, and I was telling you earlier, I I had no money at that point because the last three months you don't get anything. And um, I I had to think about the kids. I suddenly had two. And, and the realities of entrepreneurship, I was aware that potentially I wouldn't make much money in the beginning. So very, very tough decision. Um, but I think if you really feel passionate about something, it's really important to give it a go. I think I feel like I had to, you the, know, the scratch that it. trying and deciding it's not for you is worse than the regret of not Exactly. I felt like I had to give it a go. Mm. And I felt at that point, like, what, what was the worst thing that could happen, you know? Yeah. you know it wouldn't work out but you know I'd experience not having money so I was like okay I can do that <laughs> you know I've sort of, I've sort of had that taste of it but it did feel like um, a problem worth solving and I felt that if I had enough people believing in me and in my case that was really my mom and my sister backing me and saying give it a go we we trust and believe in you I think it's also really important to try and get your partners on board mm-hmm. for me that's been a longer challenge um, uh-huh. and a harder one you know given entrepreneurship is not something that you know he's massively familiar with and yeah. if you can get them on the same page getting them to understand why you feel it's something that you you should be the one solving and, and why you, you need to do it I would really encourage people to try and sort of tackle that. I do think it's important, though, to go with your eyes open. Because I think one of the things that people rarely tell you is Um, how poor you will be. Yes. Your savings don't last for very long. If you have any. If you have any. I didn't have any. You didn't didn't have any. Your savings don't last for very long. And... um, you go an awful lot longer yes. without earning money. And Absolutely. then when you start to have staff, they're being paid. Yes. 
you're always the first person to come off the payroll and the last person to go back on it. And you can quite often find yourself, even when you then do raise money, you know, you've already set up a precedent that you're the lowest paid person. And it's very difficult to suddenly raise money and go, I want a pay rise now, please. Um, And I think that that whole thing, thinking that little bit more through about how little you could get away with but what you actually do need to function as an individual as a family is something to think about exactly and and obviously the the reality of my situation was if I was you know starting a new company I did have a one-year-old at the time and you know the end of maternity leave and I had to think about childcare. how was I going to work around that also not having much income but I needed some days where I could do work without being interrupted because they need attention they need that playtime and you're trying to juggle work which needs as much attention Mm -hmm. especially in the beginning of a startup you know you're at meetings you're chasing the next deal you're thinking about how you're going to get funding and oftentimes Um, you don't have anyone to help you so you're doing it all by yourself and doing all the kind of things that you never expected to be doing I mean everything from everything from emptying the bin to doing the tax return just like absolutely everything and stuff you're not very good at so it takes you so much longer than (laughs) the accounting I think I found the hardest Um, finding the right business model honestly has been the hardest thing and I think that's a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs will tell you that that's something they struggle with, um, that consistency in, in cash flow and being able to plan what you're going to do next, not knowing how much money you're going to bring in yeah. the next month can be quite challenging as a family. And I would say that's something you really need to think about with, with your partner. If you've got one, just talk it through because suddenly they will be feeling that burden. I think that's that's where a lot of the tension tends to really start. So um, bear that in mind as one of the realities of startup life. Who's going to pay the mortgage? If you've got one, the rent, the food, the nursery fees. and um, It's a really yeah. good point. Because actually the, my two previous companies, both of those I've started with my partner. Yeah. Um, but we don't have children. So although we were both committing yeah. and okay to continue our student life, mm-hmm. which pretty much we've led since we were 19. And I don't think it. we've ever really kind of got off the student life. We still have our own shelves on the fridge. Oh, right? that is the way it to do it. People think it's tough to work with your partner. In this instance, it's actually quite good because you're both in the same financial boat. The downside is you're both in the same financial boat. But but actually in terms of being on board and okay with that, that I found that quite a helpful thing. That's that's so important. At least to have someone you can have that open conversation with about the realities. And I think um, Yeah, so so important to have that conversation around, you know, who's gonna have that responsibility and just that openness that things will will fluctuate and they they might be tough in the beginning but you do have a plan and I think it is important to have have a plan don't go into it assuming it will just work out what was the trigger point for you I mean for me I started my last company it was almost kind of my 40th birthday she mentions in well I'm assuming it's a she I don't actually know if it's a she but this person asking this question um talks about feeling a bit like it's now or never and I think with my last company I felt that it's like it was a 40th birthday trigger for me what was the trigger for you I think it was Ivy um it was realizing that there was never going to be a perfect time again so I I had no excuse that it was sort of why not now you know 
guy. I had a, a lot. I had more to lose, but also less to lose. I had less to lose financially, but I, I did have to think about the kids. But I thought, if I don't do it now, it's only going to get harder, and I'll all, only keep finding more and more excuses not mm. to do it. So yeah, just I just thought let's let's just give it a go. I think one Nothing of the things to, to un, not to underestimate is the time commitment. Yes. I think people who have never done the entrepreneurial mm. thing think it's like job avoidance gosh no and it, it's know, hard, it, harder it's, <laughs> entrepreneurs are the only people who work 80 hours a week yes. to avoid working 40 i've no. never worked harder in my life <laughs> yeah and we were talking about this earlier yeah. the, 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 the temptation of the corporate job to yes. just you know have a part-time 40-hour week job where you you know it's practically half holiday exactly and i and i think you know one thing i i have learned is it's really hard to switch off so you do feel like you're working constantly in that there is not really anyone you can shift that responsibility to. You are the one driving your business. You're the one with the vision and you have to stay on top of it. Otherwise, it could all fall to pieces. Yeah, that's so true. I, I had a weekend. Um, it was late October. And given that I finished in my last business in August and I've done two companies in a row to over five years. So... I realized it was the first time in 11 years I hadn't opened my laptop oh my for gosh. an entire weekend. And it was just, I got to the scenario, we, <laughs> we were all away, and we were in a B&B that didn't have Wi-Fi. No, so I'd been using my phone, and it was like, this is probably the first time in 11 years I haven't opened my computer in some form. And yeah. I mean, it, it just becomes so yeah normal. And I think it, it does have a knock-on effect on, in my case, the, the family, like, you know, my husband and even the kids were starting to notice Molly's always on her laptop. And I thought, this isn't what I I signed up for. And and actually these days I'm actually very conscious of it. I have, you know, sort of make a mental note to turn it off after a certain time in the evening and mm-hmm. just have, you know, undivided attention for the kids so that they they realise I'm still around. But I think that's Burnout is real. A yeah. lot of founders experience it, and um, and it comes we, in different forms. It does. It's absolutely. not always the kind of young coffee adult, yeah, boy, you know, Silicon Valley boy that you have in your mind True. with burnout. I think it comes in very, very different ways when absolutely. everybody's tried to spin just more plates than any human being can yes. split, uh, spin simultaneously. Absolutely. So um, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet as a little Christmas stocking filler. Just because you want to doesn't mean you should necessarily. Sure. It's not always for you. But exactly. looking back, um, would you make the same decision again? Has it been worth it? Absolutely. You know, this was the best thing I could have done. I've grown so much as a person. Um, I think I needed to do this to prove to myself that I was capable of some change in the world. I know we talked about us wanting to save the world, but even the little change I've been able to, you know, impact in some way is so fulfilling and it just made me realize the kindness that exists you know in, in humanity i've met so many amazing people when i came to one of your mummers um, in technology workshop i think it was at Mark's Spencer's, yes, one of your early ones absolutely. it was just the most joyous place to be and i loved what you had achieved you know the, the women the babies that the, the kids you know all of the mentors so much being achieved it was just a fantastic thing to be part of and you should be extremely proud oh, of that you. because you really have changed the world oh. and i think yeah it just made me realize that we we should all be grateful for the little things our little any any little achievement we should um 
we should give ourselves a pat on the back. I think it's it's important to be grateful. Of it has taught me gratitude this yes. journey and um, because we spend so much time beating ourselves yes, up for the failures exactly. and what we haven't done that um, we rarely take the time to celebrate what we have. It's been lovely to talk oh, to you, and it's been you. lovely to talk to you too, Ivy. Ivy, say hi, everyone. <laughs> and I think on that note, I will say thank you very much, June. It's been a pleasure oh, to talk to bye. you. Oh, great talking to you. <laughs> um.